and welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. All right, and welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. As always, I'm just grateful to have you guys here listening, joining in, sharing stories, all of that kind of stuff. And do I ever have a story for you guys today? Um, I will say this story ends really well. So I'm going to put that at the front end so the story doesn't stress you while you're listening to it, because what I really want for everyone to take from the story is the value and the power of animal messengers, of spirit messages of intervention when things are meant to be intervened with. So that is the purpose of me sharing this story, not to add stress energy to your day. Um, this story was something that happened uh, to us while we were away at our cabin. And it took me a couple days to process because... On one end, I could see very clearly what was going on in the world of spirit. So my higher self perspective, that higher level perspective, understood the series of events, was grateful for the series of events, but my human self needed time to cry a whole bunch and process the emotions of what if, of oh my gosh, of... um, panic and fear, that aftermath, right? Like we all know in a certain trauma situation, we can rise to the occasion, but it's that aftermath energy, those waves of going through the scene again, all that kind of stuff, the waves of it is what can really affect us. And um, there's such a value in giving ourselves the time to move through it and process it. So it's taken me a couple of days, but I'm feeling a lot more grounded in it. And uh, I really wanted to share this story. And this story has to do with our sweet dog. Um, You guys, I'm sure have heard me talk a lot about my dog, Maddie. She is at my feet right now. She's laying on top of them. And she, let me tell you about her first. She came to me before she was born as a spirit. And so she is like a spirit guide of mine. And she said to me in spirit, I am coming to your family. And when she first said that, I was like, what? I'm getting pregnant. I'm like, I, I can't get pregnant. I literally had surgery, so I cannot get pregnant. I was like, how is that going to be? And she said, no, I'm coming in a four-legged version. And so I'm thinking, oh, a cat or something. And and she said, no, I'm coming as a dog. And I had never been a dog owner before. We had cats growing up. And so I was like, I don't know how to find a breeder. I don't like, I don't know the route to it. How am I going to know? And she's like, I will lead you to me. I will find you, but I'm coming to you as an animal, as a spirit guide, but in animal form. And sometimes spirit guides will do that because it's easier and more simpler for them to embody animal form than human form because animal form runs so much more on the higher energetics that a lot of humanity is trying to ascend up to. 
So that's why the animals are actually quite ahead of us in working in flow with the energy than, than we are. We're getting there, but it's a little bit slow. So she came in as a dog. She led me to where to find her, where to find what breed. I had said to her one night in spirit, I said, listen, fine. If you're coming in, that's fine. I'll take on the journey of it. I was a little nervous, but I'm like, you show me where. And sure enough, I flip on my Instagram and what is the first image I see? Well, it's friends of ours uh, that I knew growing up and their dog, which was a golden retriever, was having puppies. And my husband and I had said, if we were going to get a dog, it would be a golden retriever. That's the kind we would want. And sure enough, that's the first thing on my feed. And I reached out to her Uh, to my friend. And she's like, you know, all those puppies are spoken for depending on how many there are on the litter, but I'll put you on the list. I'll let you know. Long story short, uh, Maddie, our dog kept saying, don't worry, I'm coming in. I will show you how I'll show you when. And I said, how am I going to know which puppy you are? What if you're one and you're taken? She said, don't worry. It will all be taken care of. So she was very divinely guided and brought to us. She came to me one night and told me when she was born, she popped in in a vision and she said, I made it Earthside, I'm here. And sure enough, I pop on Instagram and they just posted that the puppies were born. And I remember scanning through and and I looked at the one that had, there was one little purple uh, string around one of the puppies because they color color coded each of them. So I looked and there was one with a purple string and I was really drawn to that one. And uh, so a couple weeks later, I was like, you know, what about the purple one? I know we're way down at the bottom of the list because there's all these people before us. And she was like, that one's already spoken for. I said, okay, not to worry. And I had told her my story about how this spirit was coming through and she was really understanding and into it too, which was beautiful, uh, the breeder. And so... As it gets closer and closer, we go and finally see all the puppies. And I said to my kids, you know, we're just going to know which one it is. And little did I know that the breeder was actually planning on keeping Maddie. That was the energy of the one that they felt they needed to, they were going to keep for themselves. And then as it got closer to us coming to visit and kind of see which one we were going to pick, she said she kept having this feeling that she was actually holding our dog. And sure enough, she put her in the mix with the rest of them that were left for us to pick from. And Maddie came and found us. And it just, when I picked her up, I knew, I knew it was her. And she just settled in my lap. And I said to the breeder, um, you know, I think this is our girl. And she's like, that's the one that we put aside for us. And so spirit made it so that Maddie was kept out of the, the options for other people to pick just by synchronicity. And then the breeder knew when it was time to let her go to us. So that was these beautiful divine alignments to bringing her to us. Okay. And I say that because that's why this experience that we had at the cabin was so uh, rattling for all of us was because we knew how divinely it was that Maddie came to us. So what happened is one morning uh, towards the end of our trip, Um, At this point, Mother Nature had been talking to me so much and the animals around there, the ravens, the uh, eagles, the, um, gosh, the trees, the water, everything was talking and talking. And there's lots of things for me to share. But specifically, the raven flew by two days before this event happened. And it flew by and I knew this energy connected with this raven. and, And I said, I know you have a message for me. And I would love a confirmation 
that you have a message for me. And I said this all in my mind, keeping it to myself, which is kind of what I do. You know, we were there as a family to play and all that stuff. So um, I said, if you do have a message for me, for sure, please let me know in something clear. And sure enough, about half an hour later, my daughter walks up to me with this giant raven feather that I have here. So for those of you that aren't watching this on YouTube right now, I have a raven feather that's almost a foot long, maybe about eight inches long. And that's a really big raven feather. And she gave it to me and she said, dad picked this up and dad said, give it to mom so she can connect with the energy of the raven. And I hadn't said anything to him about the raven knowing it was a messenger or anything like that. And so when she gave me that, I said, okay, raven, I know this is a message. So a couple days later, the ravens are flying by and this hawk flies by and the hawk to me is also a messenger. And we don't often see hawks there, let alone eagles. Like it was really interesting bird symbolisms as messengers. And birds are often messengers because they fly in the air and they also can be on land. So this symbology behind it is they come from the heavens or the higher realms and bring messages down. So when I had seen these three, I knew there was a message of something to come. And so later that day, I had another spirit message that just kind of filtered in my mind of pay attention to the signs. And I was like, okay, got it, got it. Not noticing anything specific, but pay attention, got it. And so what happened later that afternoon is we went out on, we were getting ready to go out on the boat to take the kids tubing. Now, Maddie had been with us, this has already been a week in, and been on the dock and swimming, and we'd been boating, and she'd stay on the dock, and there was nothing that gave me an indication of needing to worry about her being on the dock. And there was a couple people in the cabin, you know, coming down, so there was no concern. And when we were leaving the dock, I had this feeling come over me all of a sudden of, well, what if she jumps in the water when we're gone and tries to swim out? And it was funny that that came to me because I was like, no, what? No, she hasn't done that. She'll jump in with us, but she's never swam after the boat. And we've already been doing this for over a week. Like, no. So we take off tubing and we're tubing around for like a good 10 minutes. And again, this feeling of look back at the dock comes through my mind. And I'm like, what? And so I turn around and we're ways away and I look at the dock. I don't see her on it. It's like pretty far away, but I don't see her running around. I'm like, oh, she probably went in the cabin. No big deal. It's fine. So we do another loop and this time spirit comes in and um, it's hard to describe in words, but they basically slam an image and a video clip or like a movie clip of a series of events really fast. It happens in a split second. But the series of events was, you will get back to the cabin. You will be looking for where Maddie is, but she will have drowned in the water and you will never find her. You will think something happened or she ran away, but she'll be at the bottom of the lake. And that came in so fast. And I was like, what? And they said, look back at the dock again, really loud. So I look back at the dock and we're a ways away and I'm scanning it. My eyes are squinty. And I'm looking to see, and I see nothing on the dock, nothing untoward. And then they're like, look closer. And so I start to scan from the dock out into the water and probably 200 plus yards from the dock in the water. That's about a third the way across the lake. I see this teeny tiny little brown head bobbing in the water. And my thought was like, holy bleep, 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 bleep. 
And so I said to my husband, I was like, oh my God, Maddie's in the water. And so she must've been in the water for probably about 10 minutes at that point. And so we, you know, drive the boat up to her right away. Luckily, my husband is a big, strong, beefy guy. He grabbed her out of the water and hauled her in the boat because that would have been a challenge for me. She's, I mean, she's a golden retriever. She's a bigger dog. We brought her in the boat and she was shaky, but with us. And I could not believe the series of events that happened, how spirit gave me the heads up. Um, once we got Maddie in the boat, she was okay. She was a little bit shaken, but she wasn't coughing up anything. Um, we did end up taking her to the vet after she she was she was doing okay, but she needed to be checked over and she's totally fine now. So I do want to say happy ending. But um, the experience of seeing the visions, not quite understanding them, checking them, but because I missed it and I wasn't tuning in or cluing in enough, spirit came back in louder and louder and louder until I couldn't ignore it because they will intervene when we are not meant to go. And that was one of the deepest, clearest lessons that um, I got from them after this whole experience, after we brought Maddie back into the dock and dried her off and she was all snuggly and you know, she, she ended up playing back in the water and stuff like that. But it was the vividness of the message and the increasing loudness of the message was specific so that I wouldn't miss it because she was not meant to go, which was so reassuring, even though the experience was so scary for everybody because, I mean, the kids were on the tube. They saw how far out she was. My husband was rattled because she was so far out. And what if we didn't see her? What if we didn't find her? And those what ifs sometimes can rob us from peace. But what I realized I had to do was go through the what ifs and then remember that spirit stepped in to intervene because it was not meant for her to go. She has come in in this life experience to be our guardian for a number of years. So that's why she's here. So she's not meant to go at any time right now. So the spirit world will intervene, which they did. And so I share this story because sometimes when we lose somebody, uh, an animal or a person, we feel all those what ifs. Why didn't I know? Why didn't I step in? Why didn't I say something different? Why didn't I have a dream? I'm intuitive. Why didn't I have a sense that something was going to happen to them? If we are not meant to intervene, we will not know. We, will, we may have a feeling, but we won't know enough to intervene in most cases. And so I'm saying most cases because there are some times where there's very unique stories where somebody had a feeling they couldn't get to the person, whatever it may be. I'm sharing this story as a general explanation, okay? But there are many times I've heard other people's stories of knowing to intervene at the right time for some reason, and then there's times where people didn't know to intervene. And if they didn't intervene and they didn't know, that person had reached a juncture point in their journey or that animal in which they were going to cross. They were going to be given an opportunity to cross over. And they and their higher selves would make that decision together in that moment, whether that crossing would happen or not. So remember, if a crossing is not meant to happen, we will be given the opportunity to intervene. 
And sometimes, like in this case, um, it was us, her family, that was intervening. And luckily, Spirit could come through as clearly as they did. But for me, it was a huge lesson in the validity of the many ways Spirit can come in to intervene. Because I had the messengers of, you know, the raven, the raven feather, the, the kind of heads up that something was up and something would happen to give me a really great understanding even more so practical understandings, right? Those understandings of wisdom, not just stories told, but experienced wisdom. And so as much as that made that much sense in the spirit form, right? In my higher self, I understood spirit stepped in. I was grateful spirit stepped in and had beautiful conversations with my kids about how the spirit world can look out for us. It was very practical for them to understand how they can look out for us uh, and reassuring in that way. But then we also had to deal with the feeling of almost seeing our beloved dog drown. Of What if we didn't get to her in time? What if we didn't see her? What if we, you know, all those what ifs. And there was a certain amount of needing to really honor the human aspect of the experience too. Because I know my res- my response at first was just to try and take the spirit one of, thank God they stepped in, we're good, okay. But then something kept bubbling up in me and I had to embrace the humanity of myself to move through that experience. And so I cried half of the drive home just in releasing all the energies of what could have been and the gratitude for what was and the power of how the spirit world can work and the mystery behind how the spirit world can work sometimes. And and there was a mourning of sorts for all of those that have experienced the times that they couldn't intervene or they didn't know to intervene. I mourned that. But then there was also an experience of joy and gratitude for the ability of intervening, of knowing those times and the people that have shared stories of me where they've intervened in things with family or friends or animals and saved their lives. There's this real mystical component behind it. And so we need to really embrace the human and the spiritual perspective and the mental perspective. The toll that that stress experience had on my body, I also needed to let that move through and not just, you know, tough it up, tough it out and carry on. But what I really hope that this story can inspire in all of you guys is that um, we can really rely on our spirit team to help us and also to stay open to those omens and messages. And if something doesn't feel right, take a moment to ponder, to look into the message or the feeling. What are you getting? Double check something if you need to. And then if you carry on forward and something still doesn't feel right, don't be afraid to go back and check. Don't be afraid to listen to that voice inside. If it's getting louder and louder and louder, it's getting louder for a reason. And it'll get louder with a steadiness versus louder with a fear. Because I know when I was looking back on the dock, I wasn't looking back in fear. I was, there was something really steady and strong in the vision getting me to look back. And so that's what propelled me to keep checking and checking and looking more was that steadiness. So spirit will always come through steady, whereas oftentimes our fear thoughts or our anxieties will come through with a shaky fear panic. So yeah, that was my experience. That, that was a, a big, beautiful awakening. Um, I think it also helped teach my husband 
the value of how spirit can communicate so clearly too, which was, you know, beautiful. Um, and yeah, it just deepened our connection with this sweet girl at my feet too. So it was pretty profound. Uh, so basically, yeah, omens and messages are there for us so much. And if we can quiet down the chaos in our minds sometimes and tune into those tidbits of information that come through, sometimes we can receive the most beautiful blessings. Sometimes it's interventions. Sometimes it's the most, um, you know, like an experience of divine awakening, of divine insight, a stroke of genius, something amazing that comes through your mind that you create on this planet. It's all about slowing down and paying attention to the messages, especially if you've had several in the lead up of something. And again, retrospect is our greatest teacher. Retrospect is always when we can put all the pieces together. When we look back on it and we're like, oh, that and that and that and that. And so, yeah, I just, I hope that inspires you guys to pay attention more to the world around you and the energies because Mother Earth is speaking so loud right now through the wind, the water, storms, and especially animals. Animals are huge messengers right now. So really notice them, notice what they have to share. And uh, yeah, so I'll leave that with you guys right now. Thank you so much for letting me share that story. I hope it inspires you to let the world come alive around you and allow spirit to come in with a much deeper ability to communicate and connect with you so that you guys can be living in your highest alignment and journeying as deeply and vulnerably and in your sovereign truth as you peel away the layers that limit you and open up your deepest connection of yourself, your your reason for being here. Okay. Well, everyone, have a beautiful rest of your day. Have a beautiful week. If you guys are wanting to have somebody help coach you on opening your spiritual practice, definitely check out avalonspirit.com. We have lots of avenues to doing that in many different ways. Some courses I'm teaching. If you want to open your connection with spirit specifically, I do have a light work and mentorship circle. Uh, you can do, you start at level one, there is a level two, and I will be creating a level three. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, thanks again, you guys. Have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you later.